Hello everyone and welcome to the Impact Play. We are your weekly source for the latest news, updates, discussions, and debates that brings out beyond just gaming. We're not only blurring the lines between gaming, entertainment, sports, and music. We're even amplifying voices from those perspective fields and having their stories told here on the Impact Play. You can be a part of the live show experience over at Twitch.tv backslash Impact Play. And by clicking on that notification bell, so you will be notified when we do go live or later on YouTube or even on your favorite podcast platform. Just simply search for the, uh, the Impact Play. However you, you consume your content, wherever you consume it, we are there. I'm Rishos Mohammed, otherwise known as It's Yegu, and this is episode 97, and we were, are recording live on the 25th of April. On this week's episode, we have a whole lot to talk about. Square Enix is joining the E3, E3 roster. Xbox has finally removed the Xbox Live barrier from free-to-play games. Call of Duty has nuked Verdansk, EA's next Battlefield game, plus the top gaming news stories of the week. So welcome to our very first segment of the show, where we discuss what we have been playing and essentially what we have been on. If you guys have been paying attention to social, and then also I do live playthroughs over at twitch.tv backslash the impact play. I've been playing a whole lot of Game Pass games, and the most notably one is MLB The Show 21. I've definitely in this is this was essentially my first baseball game ever that I that I've played. If you guys want to check out that, that video, be sure to uh, go to YouTube and search for Itsyagu I T S Y A G O O H. Let me your thought. Let me know your thoughts in the comments. Hit that like button and just, and just enjoy. So I'm not gonna spoil my review of this or my thoughts because. It's, an, it's essentially all in the video. And I've been also been playing a whole lot of xCloud games as well. If I've uh, played with Horizon, Horizon Zero Dawn, tell me why. I finished Chapter 2, Grand Theft Auto 5, and even Mirror's Edge Catalyst. And I was going to... I would say... Playing Forza Horizon was a challenge playing it on, on mobile because my thing is it would load every five seconds in the game. So I, even as you're driving, it would it would constantly load. Uh, it's not consistent because there are certain like throughout 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 you driving, it would break up as, even as you're driving in the in the middle of the game. So even if you're, you're uh, taking a curve, I was essentially crashing left and right because of, of the loading. So my thing is, my suggestion with xCloud, if there's a way that we could download these games on our phone, like the way Spotify lets you download songs offline, this way you don't have to worry about uh, bo- uh, booting it up or what have you. If, so if there's a way to, to download, since these, these are online games anyways, they have to connect to the internet for it to work but if as long as we could download these games so, somehow on our phones so we would have to deal with these constant downloads like if it's uh, even as you're playing the game 
it won't fully uh, uh, you'll you'll uh, encounter breakups or or what have you so that is essentially my take on xcloud with a lot of these games since a lot of these games are multiplayer as well but yeah and i've also been playing i i've been back onto apex legends as well i've been having a lot of fun uh yeah so i will essentially hopefully later on t- tonight i'll post a whole bunch of clips on tiktok i haven't done that yet Animal crossing new horizons that's been fun as well and i've also been enjoying falcon and the winter soldier i literally caught up with episode six last night and it was it was great and then we'll get into that a little bit we'll go uh in the post show so this will be our first ever post show so hopefully I'll, f- I'll figure this out i'll figure this out how it works and what have you but it will be on Patreon for those our for for our supporters over at Patreon at patreon.com backslash the impact play. And we are going to work on those tiers, work on those stars to uh help support the show even more. So next, uh without further delay, we're gonna go into the gaming news side of things, folks. Before we actually move on, I want to discuss something that's a little controversial, but I feel like we have to talk about it before we actually start the show. Justice has finally been served. Jarek Chaffman has finally been convicted of three counts of murder of George Floyd. So we can start breathing a little easier, knowing that justice has finally been served. It's not that... We're finally getting accountability. A lot of these things that are going on are finally being brought to the light. Who knows how many other encounters and have not been recorded. A lot of people are having a lot of people have phones, but a lot of people are starting to record these and broadcast it and show it to the world of what of the, all the injustices that are being done. So all all it is is bringing is giving them a voice, amplifying amplifying those voices to the world to know that reform has to be has to be made. So we all can start breathing a little easier. No pun intended. All right. Uh, now moving on. <laughs> that. Turn the mood a little bit, but let's keep let's keep going. The Days Awards. That's the first topic of the show. But give me a second. Let me grab everything. Where are you? I don't have here somewhere. Give me a second, folks. Uh, let's see. Oh, here it is. No, I missed one. Days Award, the 24th annual Days Awards was hosted by Jessica Choba, Gregory from Kind of Funny Games, Greg Miller, and even Khalif Adams from this one of me podcast. So kudos to them. Congratulations for such an amazing opportunity. And the only way to truly grow is to support one another. You know, if they get opportunities, even if you don't, just support them. That's the whole point of all this. To support one another. To 
even when you don't get the opportunity at first, support them. This industry is so large, even if it's not gaming, entertainment, what have you. Support one another. Don't just feel guilt, feel hate. Kindness is will come a long way. So, moving on to the Dice Awards. Hades has continued the sweep of the gaming awards ceremonies after winning in five categories at the 24th Annual Dice Awards, including Game of the Year. The awards also saw a number of wins for PlayStation exclusives, with Ghost of Tsushima taking home four awards, The Last of Us Part 2 taking two, and Your Dreams and Spider-Man Miles Morales each taking one. So let's go on to the winners and the categories that they've won. Game, game, game of the Year, Hades, of course. Outstanding Achievement in Game Direction, Hades once again. Outstanding Achievement in Game Design and Action Game of the Year went all to Hades. Adventure Game of the Year went to Ghost of Tsushima. Family Game of the Year went to Animal Crossing New Horizons. And so I have a something to talk about this while Animal Crossing. It's essentially a single player game. So what I'm thinking, what, 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 what I was thought, what I was thinking about before this is how could I win Family Game of the Year if it's not even multiplayer? But then again, I would have won multiplayer Game of the Year. I literally just thought about that now. So, I guess Family Game of the Year does make sense. Fighting Game of the Year went to Mortal Kombat 11 Ultimate. Racing Game went to Mario Kart Live Home Circuit. RPG went to Final Fantasy VII Remake, of course. Sports Game of the Year went to Tony Hawk's Pro Skater 1 and 2. Strategy and Simulation Game of the Year went to Microsoft Flight Simulator. Immersive Reality Game of the Year went to Half-Life Alex. Mobile Game of the Year went to Legends of Runeterra. Online Game of the Year went to Fall Guys Ultimate Knockout. Outstanding Achievement in Animation went to The Last of Us Part 2. Outstanding Achievement in Art Direction goes to Tsushima. Outstanding, where are we? Oh, okay. Wow, we have a long list. Miles Spider-Man, Miles Morales went to outstand, got outstanding achievement in character. Ghost of Tsushima got outstanding, got outstanding achievement in original music composition. Ghost of Tsushima again won outstanding achievement in audio design. The Last of Us Part Two won outstanding achievement in story. Dreams won outstanding technical achievement. Half-Life Alex won the Immersive Reality Technical Achievement. And Hades won Outstanding Achievement for an Independent Game. That was a long list. Moving forward, the next Battlefield game. And this is coming from Battlefield EA's website, actually. Hey, Battlefield community. I know everyone is wanting more detail about what's to come for Battlefield this year. And I promise we have a lot to talk about in the coming months. We're putting some things together for when we reveal the next generation of Battlefield. And we can't wait to show that to you all. But for now, we have a couple of things we wanted to tell you about. First, we're really excited to have the biggest Battlefield development team ever working on our console and PC game for this holiday season. And second, we have something very exciting to talk about on mobile. The return of All Out Warfare 2021 is an exciting time for us here at DICE, working with more world-class development studios with Electronic Arts. 
and our biggest team ever on a battlefield game for console and PC. Friends over our cre criterion, criterion and Dice LA are working with us on our shared vision for the game. While the team in Guttenberg is taking technology in the game to the next level, together we're creating a Joe Jobbrick experience for you to enjoy later in 2021. We're in daily playtesting mode right now polishing, balancing, and making the best possible Battlefield game we can. I can tell you, it is a bold step. It has everything we love about Battlefield and it takes all of us to the next level. Epic scale, all of our military warfare, crazy unexpected movement, movement, move, <laughs> moments. Change, game-changing destruction, massive battles, packed with more players and mayhem than ever before, all brought to life with the power of next generation consoles and BC. It's been our vision to bring Battlefield to more platforms. So after years of prototyping, I'm super happy to be able to tell, let you know that our friends over in the short in this <laughs> industrial toys, working closely with all of us here at Dice, are developing a develop a completely new Battlefield game. Bringing all-out warfare to smartphones and tablets in 2022. Make no mistake, this is a standalone game. A completely different game from the ones we're making for console and PC. Designed specifically for the mobile platform. It's built completely from the ground up by iTwist to make Battlefield on-the-go a reality. And you can expect a fully-fledged skill-based experience. This mobile game is entering a testing period ahead of launching next year. So expect more details to come. I can't wait to show you the two Battlefield games we have coming. In the meantime, stay safe and play some Battlefield. Wow, that was a very long read, but I'm excited of what's to come. Like, wow. <laughs> so we're getting not one, but two Battlefield games. Alright, moving on. The free-to-play barrier has finally been taken, taken has finally been removed. From Xbox Live Games. We are sharing more details on our plans to make online player and free-to-play games available on Xbox without an Xbox Live Gold membership. As part of listening to your feedback, this change will take has already taken place, and all Xbox players will be able to access online multiplayer at no charge for a library of over free-to-play games to support online multiplayer. So we have we have a long list, we're not gonna go through it. We have Apex Legends. Brawlhalla, Call of Duty Warzone, Crackdown, Crossout, Dead or Alive 5, Dead or Alive 6, Destiny 2, Killer Instinct, Netherwild, Roblox, Rocket League, Rogue Company, Terra, Roar, Thunder, Warframe, Warface, World of Tanks, and, and Spellbreak, and more. And yeah. So, we're going to this Microsoft news. Microsoft and Discord news, actually. This is coming from the Wall Street Journal. Uh, give me a second, folks. No, that's fine. Why even let me read the whole article? Okay, we'll get it from someone else. I, I don't understand why these articles tell you not only to create an account, but also purchase a membership. Like, why? This is all online. What's the point of all this? Well, yeah, we'll get another one. 
And they're obviously going to source Wall Street Journal, so that's fine. Okay. So, Discord has ended deal talks with Microsoft and plans to focus on expanding the business as a standalone company. Sources are familiar with the matter told the Reuters on Tuesday. The company will focus on building a chat platform and making money from its user base that has grown quickly during the pandemic. A public listing is on the table but not imminent, the sources added. Microsoft and Discord did not immediately dis- respond to requests for comment. Reuters have reported, and no, we talked about that, that was over $10 billion to offer. So, it's actually, it's a loss for Microsoft at the moment, because they don't have a social platform as, com- as like, you know, Facebook, Twitter, and so on. Like, they, were tr- they tried with Mixer, but didn't get them anywhere. They tried with Skype, and didn't work out. So, I feel like Discord was a, it was a perfect match for them. Because they could easily integrate that in the back end into Microsoft and Microsoft Teams and even Xbox and even other consoles as well. So we'll see what happens in the future. As soon as we get more feedback from this. Apparently, CJ Project Red has has hosted its consolidated financial briefing for the fiscal year of 2020. Spent the time acknowledging the the rocket launch of Cyberpunk 2077. Safe to say, Cyberpunk 2077's launch did not go quite as planned, according to IGN. The lackluster performance forces Cyberpunk on last generation consoles, we already know about that. So we managed to introduce a new IP to the market. In the minds of gamers around the world, CD Projekt Red said it in a briefing. Now with the Witcher franchise, we have two strong pillars on which to build the future of CD Projekt. But of course, as we all know, not everything went as planned. But it has been a huge lesson for us that we shall never forget. Not only for you, but for everyone else. That, especially all these fans that are getting mad or frustrated that these games are being delayed. First of all, we're in a pandemic. So none of these companies were built for remote work. On top of that, look at Cyberpunk. They rushed it out even after two delays. And look what happened. So people are, a lot of people are saying, oh, stop using the Cyberpunk excuse, but we can never have enough excuses for, for Cyberpunk. Cyberpunk could have been easily delayed for a year. But that would have been a lot better off than it is now. But yeah, let's move on to this next one. Sony has learned this lesson as well. And has reverted the closing of the PS3 and Vita stores. The the digital storefronts. We reported on this initially. Saying that... Sony was closing down these stores in addition to the PSP, but they learned their lesson. They listened to the community. It was a bad decision. They did this originally as a business decision and didn't think that it would be that much of a backlash from the community. And even there were even developers that were still building games for the, for the Vita as well. So they learned the lesson. They thought that they were doing something good for the business side of things, but the community was outraged 
including myself, I was one of those. But well, you do it the right way. You don't just send hatred and negativity towards these developers and people on the back end. Like, that does not get you anywhere. You do it respectively. You do it with a positive mindset. You have to, these are people after all. But yeah, so they learned the lesson and decided to uh, revert back on this decision, which is great. Even more PlayStation news. Jim Ryan has stated that uh, even more exclusive games are in the works. That's literally all it is. But of course they are, because literally we just started this generation, so does make sense that we're getting exclusives for not only the PS5 but also the Xbox Series consoles so that kind of makes sense but I feel like he didn't have to make a statement about this because it's all well known but it's good that he's making more um, that they're making a more transparent move I guess so kudos on Sony and Jim Ryan so PlayStation signs a AAA multiplayer game from former Destiny veterans. From developer Firework Studios. Firework is a new development team that is part of the Probably Monsters Collective of Studios and was set up by former Bungie veterans, including studio head Tony Shua, game director Ryan Ellis, and executive producer Elena Siegman. Uh, we essentially have no details, but that's essentially all we have. So I probably won't hear nothing for at least maybe two years in. Because they literally just, just formed the studio. Three, three years in, but yeah. So speaking of new IP. Firewalk's AAA team set its sights on creating memorable multiplayer moments for players. So there's a partnership between Firewalk Studios and Sony Interactive Entertainment for a new original triple um, multiplayer game. Uh, essentially, it says that they're hard at work and the reason for it, but yeah. So there's a partnership between PlayStation and Firewalk Studios to uh, publish a new original multiplayer IP. And that's all literally all we have to go to go on. So, another two to three years from now. <laughs> and even more Sony news. Sony has confirmed that it's testing a movie and TV subscription called PlayStation Plus Video Pass in Poland. PlayStation Plus subscribers in the country will have access to a catalog of Sony Pictures Entertainment content for a limited time. In a statement sent to GamesIndustry.biz, Sony said Sony Interactive Entertainment and Sony Pictures Entertainment announced a new limited time benefit. PlayStation Plus Video Pass, a new app for sharing popular movie and TV content from from Sony uh, Publishing Entertainment. But what I'm seeing this is, it won't be as an added benefit to PlayStation Plus. It's going to be an added subscription. Like the way, same way that Amazon does. Amazon has Amazon Prime, Amazon Music, Amazon uh, Audible, and, and literally they have so many other... So, as well it's not all included in one so this will be no different this is just testing it even they said it's a temporary feature so it's going to be taken away and if you want it 
subscribe to, subscribe to this as well. Okay, let's see what else we got here. ESPN. I'm sorry. Uh, ESPN and Marvel have, have announced a collaboration that will feature Marvel-inspired and alternate uh, alternate presentation for the upcoming game between the Gold, Golden State Warriors and the New Orleans Pelicans on Monday, May 3rd. The event's full title is called NBA Special Edition, presented by State Farms, Marvel's Agent of Heroes, and will premiere at 4.30 Pacific, which is 7.30 Eastern Time for you guys listening in the, in the Eastern Time Zone. Okay, so here is a summary of the original story. After a new, after a narrow victory over an invading alien army, the, the Avengers receive an uh, ominous threat from the enemy who vows to return in greater numbers and force. Black Panther and Iron Man quickly realize they will need more help and form a plan to expand their ranks to fight these imminent threats. To, to fight the imminent threat. Recognizing the superior physical abilities, agility, and ten tenacity of Earth's greatest athletes, the Avengers will hold a series of contests, contests where the winners will earn the right and train the, and fight alongside the team as Marvel's champions. The Avengers will begin their recruitment with the NBA elite and observe the battle between the Warriors and the Republicans, focusing on three star players from each team. So, look, I thought it was a, like a game in NBA 2K at, when I first saw the story. So, it looks like it's going to be kind of an added benefit to watching the game. To um, to add a more interactive feature to it as well. So, we'll get into the story as it, as it comes more to light. Epic Legends. We got a teaser for its legacy update. And of course, I'm not going to spoil this for you guys who haven't watched this yet. For those who, who have actually played Apex and have actually watched this, I'm looking forward to it. Like, definitely. Especially the new content that's coming in Season 9. Like, literally in less than in about a week or so. Okay, moving on. Yeah, Marvel's Avengers <laughs> is getting a tech, a Tachyon Anomaly Temporal Assault event that's live now. Avengers from different time zones can converge in a single location and take out threats together, allowing players to form teams of more than one of the same hero online. Players can also match make into teams that contain the same heroes, leading to new and exciting team compositions during the two weeks of the event. Players that complete any temporal assault missions will receive an exclusive animated temporal assault nameplate usable with any superhero as well as a reward. Now I feel like playing this. Getting into this event. Alright. Okay. Near Replicant version 1.22474487139 is now live. If you guys want to play it.
Resident Evil 4 is getting a 2020, I'm sorry, Resident Evil 4 VR is getting a 2021 release window. Icla Studios in our, our tour studio has revealed a 2021 release window for Resident Evil 4 VR, as well as a numerous other details about the Oculus Quest 2. During the first ever Oculus Quest game show, gaming showcase, Oculus Studios Interactive producer Ruth Graham confirmed the Resident Evil 4 is launching on Oculus Quest later this year. A number of significant design updates have been made to suit the VR format, the most immediately apparent being the new first-person perspective. You'll also be able to pick up and interact with objects like ammo, keys, and treasures, and switch between weapons simply by grabbing them from your belt rather than navigating a menu. And with most... Uh, okay, with most AAA VR games, you'll be able to choose whether you want to move around with the analog stick or, or by teleporting. And you can play the whole game either sitting or standing. Oh, that's neat. It's too exclusive. Let's see. We got a whole bunch of VR titles that was announced. Sloan Echo 2 coming this summer. Warhammer 40. Battle Sister Co-op update is available now. Resident Evil 4, we talked about that. I expect you to, to die too. It's coming to the Quest Rift platform later on this year. Carveboarding is coming to Doctor's Quest. F Doesn't say when. After the fall. It's coming. The fall, I guess. Oh no, that's the name of After the Fall. You have a uh, freestyle expansion coming to the Climb Two Tomorrow update. Is if wait what? I thought Tomorrow was it, so it's available now. It's free. And the Walking Dead Saints and Sinners Aftershock update is coming out next month. All right, the Call of Duty Warzone Battle Pass for Season Three has been revealed. And Vardax has been nuked in a live event. So I guess they took a page on Fortnite. From Fortnite, what they did was Chapter 2. So the live event saw players heading into Vardax. But instead of fighting for a win, they tried to survive for as long as possible. With players who were killed turning into zombies that overran the map. This led to the bombs being dropped on Vardax and Ace. Cinematic and a climatic cinematic actually giving us the Call of Duty Warzone nuke event we've been waiting for. After this event finished, players have been only able to play matches on a nighttime version of Rebirth Island, which also has a new building in the form of the command center. With Verdesk seemingly gone for good, for good, players won't have to wait too long to see what's replacing them. Uh, so there is a new map. And people are saying that they don't... I've received a good amount of feedback saying that a lot of people are not liking this new map.
So you also have the hunt for Adler a limited time event. Uh, limited time challenges in both Warzone and Cold War. You have new weapons. A new Warzone map. It's, ver it's called Vardesk 84. And that's essentially it. And now we're going to move on to, to uh, these Xbox news. Speaking of these teases, uh, apparent teases between Xbox and Nintendo. Since Phil Spencer took over Xbox, the platform scope has expanded in many different ways. Whether it's the embrace of PC, Xbox's Game Pass affordable library of games, or xCloud's offering hardware agnostic gaming. There are more ways to play Xbox games than ever before. One platform that's remained that Xbox gamer's mind that hasn't been brought into the fold yet, however, is the Nintendo Switch. The Xbox continues to hint that it and Nintendo could have something in the works. The latest event of a looming Xbox and Nintendo partnership requires a bit of background. Phil Spencer is a common participant in interviews in Xbox events, particularly during the pandemic's online event era. During these interviews, Spencer typically sits in front of a bookshop of some kind. What Phil places on those shelves has become an ARG of sorts, the hint towards upcoming Xbox announcements. And even we have Xbox VP Sarah Bond that has recently appeared in a Microsoft GameStack event for game developers. And she also have she also has a Nintendo Switch on the shelf as well. And any everything that's on the shelf has a meaning to it. So I'm going to put my conspir uh, conspiracy hat on for the moment. And we're going to talk about this. Give me a second. Let me find my notes. I found it. Is people are speculating that Game Pass could be coming to the Switch. Or even a... Uh light version of Game Pass for just Microsoft Xbox titles. And uh, there's also this version of the argument where Nintendo doesn't need Game Pass to sell the Switch, which is true. And it could prevent third-party titles from selling on the Switch as well. Some of them are on Game Pass, which is fine. But my take on this is something, it's a complete U-turn. It's complete 360. And it's completely, of course, that no one that I've heard speak about this. Xbox is trying to rally the audience and the community to raise their voices to Nintendo to request Game Pass and xCloud on the Switch. So it's something similar to how Epic took on Apple with their... Their take on Apple's original from original uh, ad reel from the eighties, I believe, to take on. So what they're trying to do, essentially, Epic was to rally the, the community to help to help them in this fight, essentially. So this is kind of their version of it. So yeah, that's my that's my conspiracy for you guys. So I feel like. This is what what they're trying to do with these Nintendo Switch 
on the shelves because everything on those shelves has meaning. So even though we won't see Game Pass on Nintendo because they don't need it to sell it, there's no reason for Nintendo to have Game Pass on Switch, but there's a reason for the community and and the fans to have Game Pass on the Switch. That's my that's my take on all this. So we'll see how it goes. Okay, now moving on. Speaking of Microsoft, we're getting a, a good amount of games that are getting even more FPS boosted. Oh, we have, we have a whole lot. We have Battlefield 1, 4, and 5, Mirror's Edge Catalyst, Plants vs. Zombies, Garden Warfare, Battle for Neighborville, Garden Warfare 2, Sea of Solitude, Star Wars Battlefront, and 1 and 2, Titanfall 1 and 2, Unravel 2, Designer Definitive Edition, Fallout 4 and 76, Prey, The Elder Scrolls 5, Skirm Special Edition, Far Cry 4, New Super Lucky's Tale, Sniper Elite 4, UFC 4, and Watch Dogs 2. And literally all 99% of these titles are available in Game Pass as well. So, for those of you into cosplay, Overwatch League, is, Overwatch and Overwatch League is presenting the May Gala, featuring host So Justwind, a celebrity judge panel from the Overwatch and fashion communities, and popular cosplayer influencer from all influencers from all over the world, showcasing their best hero outfits. The event will be a celebration of all things cosplay, fashion, and Overwatch. Following the theme, Our Best Is Us. If For those of you and uh, are into cosplay. Now, moving on. Square Enix has joined the growing Digital E3 2021 roster. So it looks like this, this E3 is going to go strong. So we'll see. How it goes, how it all plays out. Alright, so we're gonna move on to actually no entertainment not just yet. Hold on, I missed a couple of gaming uh announcements. Let's see. Only just two. The latest play at home game that is free to all to uh to claim now which is horizon zero dawn complete edition as a part of our play at home campaign you can download and keep these games for free download from march 25th through april 22nd and for those of you who haven't claimed them already you have subnautica enter the enter the gojin abzu the witness and res infinite as for vr you have astrobot rescue mission moss thumper and paper Beast. You don't have to have VR to claim this. You don't even need a PS5 to claim these games are 
for PS5. You can still add it to your library, and you could download them as soon as you get you get the new hardware. So, Amazon has canceled Lord of the Rings games after a contract dispute, and this is the latest. Literally, it's like <laughs> like what was the, what was uh, a month of it again they had initially. Let me see if I can remember it. Because of what to see. Cur, uh, cur, cur, cur. Let me think. Because of the C. Um, cuticle. Let me think. You know, Boiler of is another one. Crucible. I knew it began with the C. So literally Crucible and then Lord of the Rings. So what the heck is going on over there at Amazon? They literally barely hopped into into the gaming space and they're literally following Google's footsteps where they're canceling literally all their first parties. So we'll see. <laughs> like wow. So, we've gone to entertainment. Zack Snyder has revealed a bizarre Battlefield V Superman title he wanted. Dawn of Justice. Uh, and he pitched Son of Sun, Night of Night, but it was apparently rejected. Uh, so that's essentially, yeah, all this, it is, it gives a title, like, wow. Secret Invasion. Game of Thrones actress Emil- Amelia Clark is reportedly in final negotiations to join Marvel Studios' Secret Invasion, the original series in production for Disney+. As reported by Variety, Clark would join a cast set to include Samuel L. Jackson, Ben, Hen- ben Mendelsohn, Kingsley, Ben Adair, and Al- Olivia Coleman. Oh, of course, Jackson is reprising his role as Nick Fury. Ben Mendelsohn is returning as Skrull, Talos, and Kingsley Ben Adder is serving as the main villain. So I'm definitely looking forward to this. Vin Diesel is starring in a new version of Rack'em Up game. Uh... So it's this film adaptation of the game, I'm assuming. Yeah, that's all it is. That's all it's giving me. But yeah. So we got our first look of Shang Chai and the Legend of the Ten Rings. I'm not going to spoil this for you guys who haven't watched it yet. Because I literally watched it Sunday. No. Friday. Because I've watched... uh, The Mortal Kombat film in theaters, and I've watched that trailer. And what other trailers were there? Uh, nobody was there. We got our first look at Black Widow. I'm excited for that as well. 
and the what's that scary movie? The Shining, the Quiet movie. Oh, I forgot what it was, but essentially, it's getting a sequel to it. But yeah, and also there's another movie that's coming out. I was looking into. Hold on. Let's see. Let's see if I can find it. I know I was looking for it earlier. It was Friday, right? Let me see if I can find it. Nope, nope, nope. Saturday, Friday, here we go. The, the con yeah, The Conjuring. The devil, maybe we do it, that, that's it. <clears throat> that's that quiet movie. <laughs> and then, we also got a first look at a Suicide a revamped version of it, like a remake, essentially. And then, last but not least, James Gunn has finished the script for the Guardians of the Galaxy Holiday Special. So, it is set to shoot during the production of Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3. So, it's like, it's like how Deadpool did a holiday special, so it's going to be something along those lines. And yeah, uh, like I said, I went to the theaters on Friday, Friday night. It was, I guess I'm going to leave this for the post show. If you guys want to join us there, be sure to join us at patreon.com backslash the impact play. I'll start implementing the, the tiers as well with the benefits and so on. So if you guys want to support us there, be sure to support us if you want to, so you can join us in the post show. That is exclusive for our, for our, uh, Supporters on for our Patreon supporters. So again, we're gonna move on to if you guys want to send us free to mail, here's how you can contact us. We want to know your feedback, your thoughts, and if any may, any questions that you may have for us by sending us free to mail on our Discord server, leaving a voice note over at anchor.fm backslash the impact play, or even by sending us an email to readermail at the Who knows, it may even be featured on a future episode or even our special readermail segment of the show. So thank you guys so much for making the Impact Play a part of your day. If you wish to join a community server over on Discord, be sure to enter exclamation Discord in chat now. Guys, we're trying to unlock subs, and we need your help over on Twitch. This is this is one of the challenges that we're trying to overcome, and we know we can take this podcast, this show, to even newer heights. So share the channel with your friends, your family, anyone who believes a benefit from the show, because we cannot do this without you. So and and again, leave us a review if you're just a reading on your favorite platform. Have a great one, folks, and until next time.